Welcome to Goop Tales, Episode 3, Balfred Cries an Ocean. I'm Maria Calancini, and I'm the author of Goop Tales. And in today's episode, Balfred, named because he just falls a little too often, ends up crying himself an ocean and is stuck in the middle of it, being chased by a sea turtle that wants to eat him. Will he escape? Just listen to the story and find out. And at the end of the story, I will tell you how you can see all of the photos that go with Balfred Cries and Ocean, and how you can download the first half of the story and then write the second half and submit it for publication online. So for now, enjoy the story, and I will see you on the other side. Goop Tales, Episode 3, Balfred Cries an Ocean Young Balfred took peculiar pride in making others satisfied. One time I asked him for his head. Why, certainly, young Balfred said. He was too generous, in fact, but bravery he wholly lacked. Chapter 1 once upon a time, there was a generous little goop boy named Balfred who loved to help out his goop friends. If anyone needed anything, Balfred was the first to lend a helping hand because he learned at a very young age that it made him feel really wonderful to help his friends. There was one character trait in regard to Balfred that scared all of the other goops on occasion. If Balfred got hurt or scared, he would just bawl and bawl and bawl. All of the goops cried from time to time when something bad happened or when they were frightened. But Balfred was a notorious bawler. And once he started, he didn't stop. Once, he was playing with hate soap and hate soap threw a bar of soap at him, so he cried so hard that he created a giant puddle, and bubbles started floating everywhere. One day, Balfred set out on a walk to go meet with Nibeline. Nibeline had told him that she had some marvelous donuts, and she wanted to give him one. All goops love a good donut, so Balfred hurried off to Nibeline's, he was in such a hurry that he took a shortcut through his neighbor's garden. Balfred knew he wasn't supposed to go in the garden, but he wanted to get that donut. So he scurried under the hedge straight into the beautiful garden next door. The garden was like a magical fantasy park where all of the flowers and plants came alive. Just as he was starting to enjoy the garden, Balfred heard a silver jingle bell. Oh no, thought Balfred, as a little shiver went up his spine. That sounds like Fat Cat. I can't stand Fat Cat, but I thought he would be inside. He started to run because he was afraid he would bump into Fat Cat. Fat Cat was the neighbor's very fat cat. He wore a silver jingle bell around his neck. 
and he wasn't very nice. He hissed and growled at strangers, and he looked very scary. Balfred desperately wanted to get out of the garden and go to Nibeline's house, but as he was turning the corner to go to the garden gate, whom did he see but Fat Cat? Chapter 2 Fat Cat hadn't seen a goop in a long time, and he loved to torture them, especially Balfred, because he knew he could easily make him cry. As soon as Fat Cat saw him, he hissed so loudly that Balfred froze and started bawling and bawling. At first, Fat Cat was pleased with himself because he had succeeded in making Balfred cry. But after a few minutes of nonstop bawling, Fat Cat became annoyed. He wanted Balfred to stop his awful-sounding cries, but Balfred was paralyzed with fear and couldn't stop bawling. Okay, I'm sorry, I just wanted to scare you, said Fat Cat, but it had no effect. Balfred couldn't hear him because he was crying so loudly. Fat Cat really wanted to take his afternoon catnap, but he needed peace and quiet for this. So he went inside and put on some music to drown out the sound of Balfred bawling. Fat Cat rummaged around and found his favorite ambient ocean music. He thought the ocean music was quite fitting since so much water was coming out of Balfred's eyes. Balfred was still stuck in his spot in the garden, bawling, when he heard the music. The soothing sounds calmed him down, and when his tears came out, they began to move to the music, while forming tiny waves that grew larger and larger as Balfred continued to cry. By the time the music stopped, he realized that he was in the middle of a large ocean. Fat Cat and the beautiful garden were nowhere to be seen. Balfred had cried an ocean, and now he was stuck smack in the middle of it with no way out. Chapter 3 Balfred was a great swimmer, and he did love the ocean, so he wasn't afraid at all. He decided to take a look beneath the surface where he saw whales and dolphins and beautiful fish everywhere. What a marvel! Balfred had always wanted to go deep sea exploring, and now here he was. He took a deep breath and dove beneath the surface to a magical underwater world. There was sea life everywhere and fish he had never seen before. The fish were every color and size imaginable, and they swam about darting in and out of the coral, playing hide-and-go-seek. Balfred loved to play hide-and-go-seek, but none of his goop friends ever wanted to play with him because he bawled if they found him. 
This was his chance to finally play. So he joined right in with the fish and hid amongst the coral. The fish were thrilled to have a friendly little goop playing with them, so they welcomed him. Balfred was happy because he was quite good at staying still and finding excellent hiding spots. He swam over to a giant piece of purple coral and hid beneath it. He felt he could camouflage himself because he was wearing a purple and brown outfit which could blend right in with the coral. Balford was right. The fish couldn't find him because he was almost invisible. But suddenly he felt a tiny tap on his shoulder. They found me, Balford thought to himself. Just as he was about to pop out from behind the coral, some long, skinny jellyfish tentacles floated right in front of him. It was a baby jellyfish, and he was crying. This was very alarming to Balfred, as he was always the one that was crying. But strangely, his first instinct was to comfort the baby jellyfish. What's the matter, baby jellyfish? Why are you crying? asked Balfred. Because I am lost, and there is a giant sea turtle chasing me, and he is trying to eat me. Balfred was terrified, but then he thought he must be brave for baby jellyfish. If he kept crying, the sea turtle might hear him and come for both of them. Balfred calmed the little red baby jellyfish, but it was too late. The sea turtle had heard them, and he was coming right for baby jellyfish and Balfred. Balfred desperately wanted to cry, but he knew he couldn't, because if he did, baby jellyfish would cry too, and they would never find a way to escape the sea turtle. Balfred and baby jellyfish were much smaller than the sea turtle, so they dove into a small hole between two pieces of coral where they knew the sea turtle couldn't fit. They squeezed right through the hole just in the nick of time as the hole was too small for the sea turtle's head. We made it, said Balfred. We're safe. Balfred and baby jellyfish explored behind the coral for a while in the hopes that the sea turtle would soon tire of waiting and go away. But he didn't. He waited and waited. The sea turtle had finally trapped baby jellyfish without his mother, and he wasn't going to leave him now. Chapter 4 Balfred was worried, and he wanted to bawl again, but he knew he had to stay calm and try to outsmart the sea turtle. Unfortunately, he had no idea what to do. He turned to baby jellyfish and said, What does your mother do when a sea turtle tries to come after you? Oh, they don't come after my mother, said baby jellyfish. They are all scared of her. But why? asked Balfred. Because she can sting them with her poison and it blinds them for a while. Oh, baby jellyfish, that's our answer. You must blind the sea turtle so we can escape. But I don't know how. I've never done it before, 
said Baby Jellyfish. It took every ounce of courage that Balfred had not to burst out crying. Instead, he calmly and bravely said, I know you can do it, Baby Jellyfish. You have amazing powers you don't even know about, and I believe in you. No one had ever said anything like this to Baby Jellyfish, and he swelled up with pride. He didn't want to let Balford down, and he wanted to get back to his mother. Okay, he said. I am going to shoot the sea turtle with some jellyfish poison, and I will blind him, and then we will escape. So Balford and Baby Jellyfish went to a little hole in the coral, and Balford bravely stuck his hat out so that the sea turtle would come close. As soon as the sea turtle was about to bite at Balfred's tiny hat, Baby Jellyfish shot him with poison right in the eyes. The sea turtle couldn't see a thing, and he started to rub his eyes. Balfred and Baby Jellyfish swam out and away as fast as they could. It wasn't long before Balfred's eagle eye spotted Baby Jellyfish's mother. She was so happy to find her baby that she gave Balfred a big hug with all her tentacles. Thank you for saving my baby, she said. He saved me. Truly, he did, said Balfred. And then he quietly started to cry. What's the matter? asked Baby Jellyfish. I want to go home now, said Balfred but I don't know how. Well, you must not cry anymore, or you will make the ocean bigger. However, I do know how you can get home. Just close your eyes and swim for the top of the water, and you will see a beach. Swim to the beach, and when you land, you will see a magical sea cave doorway. Walk through the doorway, and you will see a beautiful sandcastle. Walk right through any tower in the sandcastle, and you will be at home before you know it, said the mother jellyfish. She was so calm and sure that Balfred wasn't scared anymore. He said goodbye and closed his eyes and swam straight for the top of the ocean. When his head popped above water, he saw the beach with the sea cave doorway. Balfred swam to the shore, and as soon as he hit land, he got up and ran right through the sea cave doorway. He was thrilled when he saw the huge sandcastle, and he marched right up to the closest sand tower, which crumbled as he walked through it. On the other side of the sandcastle, Balfred found himself in the middle of Fat Cat's garden again. For just a moment, he thought he should start crying. And then he smiled as he thought about how brave he had been and how he had helped baby jellyfish and how they had escaped a menacing sea turtle. I'm not scared of you, fat cat, thought Balfred. Not after what I've been through. As he looked around fat cat's garden, Balfred remembered how he was on his way to meet Nibeline and have some of her delicious donuts. He scurried off to find Nibeline, 
and share his underwater adventures while enjoying a marvelous donut. But he would soon find that Nibeline had fallen right into a donut hole and was nowhere to be found. But that is a tale for another time. So I hope you enjoyed Balfred Cries in Ocean, Goop Tales, Episode 3. And if you did, I would be very happy and very grateful if you would leave a review at iTunes for Goop Tales, because those reviews are what give Goop Tales its ratings and what allow me to continue to write and produce more Goop Tales. So please help me spread the word. And now you can go to gooptales.com forward slash episode three. That's the number three. And you can see all of the photos that go with this story. And when you look at the photos, make sure to find the tiny Balfred that's hidden in each one. And on that same page, you can also download the first half of the story. And then I invite you to engage your imagination and write the second half and figure out how Balfred gets out of the ocean. And you can then submit that story for publication online at gooptales.com. So that's it for this episode. And I will see you next time in Nibeline falls into a donut hole and goes to Paris. Until then, make every day a goop day 